Wake up with Kristen and Nige. I said wake up, camera. Mix 106.3. Welcome back, Kristen. Morning, everybody. We're taking your suggestions on 6242106.3 for our fridge pr- playlist. Yeah. But Nigel's shaming me for my suggestion. Oh, I gave you a perfectly good suggestion and, and you ruined it, Kristen. I said I wanted Hero. Yeah, so I played you uh, Enrique Iglesias' version, which mm. is obviously the more impressive of the two. I can be your hero, baby. I was like, nah, that's She's not... Like, no, 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 oh, no. Mariah. No, the other one. I mean, (laughs) you can see the look on her face. Oh, my God. We we have to play that one. But we are taking your suggestions, Sean, in O'Connor. Good morning. Good morning, Kristen. How are you? I'm well, mate. We're excited for tomorrow. What are you thinking song-wise? Oh, after uh, Peter's suggestion, going along the same lines, cold as ice. Oh, foreign it. Well, absolutely. We've been using it uh, in our production for The Fridge. It, it's almost become the Fridge's theme song <laughs> for 2020. Maybe that's what we should play just at 8 o'clock as it's rolling into the uh, National Museum. It should be playing in the background the whole morning, <laughs> as far it. as I'm concerned. Absolutely. Excellent suggestion, Thanks, Sean. Sean. Uh, and please do keep them coming Thank through, ladies and gentlemen. Even mm. if it's Mariah, you want to hear. You know, right. nobody's perfect. Good. <laughs> Good suggestion. Thanks, Nige. We're an equal opportunity (laughs) call-taking radio station here. Yep. Even Mariah fans are welcome. We're taking your song suggestions for tomorrow's playlist. Obviously, when we're at the National Museum and um, obviously asking you to come and join us and uh, clap in the fridge. The fridge will arrive around the 8 o'clock mark, but it's it's actually there to say thank you to all of our emergency services personnel. uh, Kristen, I've said it before, I'll say it again. There ain't no point in putting a fridge in the museum unless you've got the right songs on the mm. radio. Uh, you know, it's it's an old saying. Agreed. Um, Brett from Belconnen, do you have a suggestion as to what we can play on the wireless? I do. Mondo rocks cool world. Oh. Good one. Ross. Good one. Singing the big song. That's perfect. Perfect song. Good man. Yes. Yes, indeed. Uh, We'll put Brett's uh, suggestion up on the list there, Kristen. Mm -hmm. Uh, Who else have we got? Ian Uh, from Borough? We've got Ian. We'll say good morning to Ian. Hi, mate. How you doing? Your song suggestion. Uh, Ice House, Great Southern Land. Oh, do you know what, man? Here's the thing. I I was talking to Kristen in the, the studio before, and I thought, we've got to play an Ice House song because mm. Ice House is kind of what the fridge is. Yes. But yeah. I wasn't sure which one, but this is perfect because yeah. it, it captures the, the fridge and Australia the at the same feeling, time. yeah. Oh. Yep. Oh, Ian, I feel like you just won Thursday. Yeah, I don't um, want to talk Ian up too much, but he's a bloody genius. <laughs> Thank you, mate. Excellent work, Ian. All right. Uh, let's bring it... Uh, shut up, Ivor. Uh, let's bring it home with Rachel out at Flory. Hi, Rach. Hi, how are you? A song for us. Well, a bit along the lines of, of Ian's song, but so not specifically fridge-related, but mm. this is Australia by Ganga Jang. Ah, yes, yes. Yep. This is There's a little song called so Sounds true. of Bend, and it, again, it's you want Australia in a musical snapshot mm-hmm. in three and a half minutes? There it is. Yep. <laughs> oh, it's, it's actually given me the feels. I, it's like this such a cool song too. Yeah, it's going to be a really yeah. special morning. Rach, thank you so much. No worries. Thanks for doing this, guys. I think it's really important that we recognise everyone.
Oh, we no, absolutely. It's, it's I, our privilege. This is the most fun thing I've been involved in mm. in years here at the mm. radio station, it's Rachel. Been so much fun listening to you. I wish I could be there, but unfortunately, I can't. But I'll listen from the radio. Ah, you'll, you'll be there in spirit, Rachel. Absolutely. And absolutely. We'll, we'll crank the ganga jang just for you, okay? Awesome. Thanks, guys. Kristen and Nige, chilled by the cafe. Barista made coffee 24 7. Mix 106.3. Kristen, it's time to talk. Date nights. Here we go. Uh, it's a thing. I, I didn't. I don't know how long it's been a thing, but I, I keep hearing about it. It's, it's especially for married couples who maybe have kids, and and you just get stuck in the rigmarole. You go mm-hmm. on a date night once a month, once a week, whatever it is you well, agree. What are you? You're doing it at the moment. Yeah, yeah, but I, I, I don't, I'm not married. I don't have kids. But I know, but still you know, a date saying, night. For the most part, it is. It, it's to just make sure the magic stays alive. For you guys, it's what once a month, and you're trying to get out to different restaurants for lunch. Yeah, we take each other out for lunch to places we've never been before. Mm. Uh, last time I tried that, we, uh, my car nearly got destroyed <laughs> in a hailstorm. So you know, I'm a bit afraid what we're going to do next. But uh, spare a thought for a couple uh, called Chase and Nicole, oh. who are from Kentucky, oh. and it was their date night. It's exciting, and they went out. To their to, to a restaurant, a fast food restaurant. Apparently, I think mm-hmm. it was a bit of a low key date night. Okay, uh, and they're sitting there eating their munchables, discussing how much they still love each other mm-hmm. and how the magic isn't gone, mm. as you do, I guess, on a date night. And, and then and then a dude walks into the restaurant, um, and he had a hoodie on with the hood up over his head. Oh no! And he also had a surgical mask over his face. Robber or coronavirus? Well, that's exactly what they both thought. They're mm. sort of sitting there going, "This is a bit odd." Mm. This guy's got a mask. Did you just come back from the airport? Yeah, he's either he's either avoiding coronavirus or he's about to rob the joint. Turns mm. out the latter was true. Now, a detail that I've left out about Chase and Nicole is uh, they both uh, do something for a living. Uh, they're both cops. Hmm. And right they, place, right time. Damn right, they saw what was going on. Old mates walked up to the counter and pulled a gun out. So Chase and Nicole leapt up from their seats, mm. drew their weapons. Oh. Obviously. Oh, I mean, okay, they're off duty, on. but still armed. What's well, America, Kristen? You took a gun on a date night? Yeah, in Kentucky, you take a gun to the toilet. Oh. Everybody does. Oh, Everyone God. is armed. It's crazy, especially off-duty cops. They don't go out anywhere without their gun and their badge. Eddie Murphy in Coming to America didn't need a gun in that scene when they were trying to uh, rob McDowell's, remember? He just, <laughs> he just used the mop. <laughs> Do you remember that? That is the Such most a- out-of-left-field reference you have ever come up with since I've known you. Good for movie, 10 years. though. Good movie. I'm just I, saying you don't have to carry the gun if you, don't, if you don't want to. I would have bet my entire house that you've never even seen coming to America. Oh, my God. I saw it, like, the other day. Oh, like I wow. Yeah, I'd watched you, it ages ago, but I saw you it know again. Someone. It was so good. Anyway, uh, point of the story is Chase and Nicole went over to this bloke with their guns drawn and were like, you know, police freeze or whatever you say to the... And old mate has has just gone, oh, crap, and bolted out of the restaurant with his gun. Mm. Uh, and, of course, Nicole and Chase gave chase... Oh, God. ...through the streets of Kentucky... Mm. And crash-tackled him. Got him. Mm-hmm. Arrested him. Right. And then finished their date night. Mm. Right? Like, can they invoice for that? I guess. As cops? Look, as I, I mean, if it's anything like working for the government here in Australia, <laughs> um, even if they put themselves back on duty for two minutes, they <laughs> have to get paid for a minimum of three hours. So, you know, mm. maybe that's maybe they did get paid for it. Mm-hmm. Who knows? But the point of the story is they weren't cops at that point. They were just two people chilling out. And then a situation arose. Yes. And they went, 
it's time to spring into action. It's time to put ourselves back on duty. Mm-hmm. And on 62421063, I want to hear, not necessarily just from cops or, or, or any emergency service type person, mm. which could be the case. You might be you might be a paramedic yeah. and someone in the restaurant had a heart attack. You might be, mm. uh, I don't know, maybe you're a DJ mm. uh, and, and the, the, the DJ at a wedding... <laughs> Has a, a dies halfway through a set, and you go. Dies. I'm gonna put myself back on duty and take over from here. When did you have to put yourself on duty and take care of a sitch mm. on six two four two one zero six three? Kristen and Nige, filled by McCafe, barista made coffee twenty four seven mix one zero six point three. Uh, and I look, I'm playing the thing. Join Kristen and Nige Friday morning live from the National Museum as we cheer in the home appliance that won our hearts over summer. You're as cold as ice. On Mix 106.3. Yes! All right, team, we've rallied the troops. This convoy is absolutely huge. It's almost fridge o'clock. Yeah. Kristen, this time tomorrow morning the fridge will be mm-hmm. at the National Museum. You'll People, be able to get a photo with it. They'll be getting selfies with it all over the shop. Mm-hmm. But no flashes, it'll fade the paint. <laughs> I think. That's the rules. I'm making up the rules as we go. But, you know, all of our emergency services will be there. We just need you there. So yes. we would love to see you. Obviously, the fridge will roll in around the 8 a.m. mark. We're there from 6. One of the With things the we've, shirts. Oh, shirts. Will be, we're going to sell special fridge T-shirts, limited edition, 50 bucks a pop. There's only mm. 106 of them up for sale. Um, but the other thing we want you to do is make a sign mm. that you can hold up and wave as the trucks and the fireys roll past with the fridge. And the museum's got your back as well. Yeah, yeah. There's going to be, uh, in fact, there already is, as we speak, a, a station set up. You can go there right now and mm. start working on your sign if you want. There's yep. cardboard, there's textures, there's everything you need. Or you can just make it tomorrow morning when you arrive. Do what you will. But are you looking for an idea? You, you, you looking for a snazzy slogan to write on your sign? I got you covered. Okay. Uh, what I got for you here is Nigel's top five suggested sign ideas <laughs> for tomorrow morning's Bungendor Fire is fridge arrival. Um, and I'm not going to be using any of these. I'll be very busy doing the show. Mm. So help yourselves, Canberra. Okay. You can have these. They're free ones for you. Uh, in the number five spot, how about this? Thanks, Fridge. You cooled the drinks and warmed our hearts. Well done. I like that one. That's number five. I like that. That's good. That's got feelings in it. Mm-hmm. How about um, a bit of rhyming, Kristen, uh, mm-hmm. in the number four spot? We love the fridge more than just a smidge. <laughs> Look, I love it and it's true. Yeah, and it rhymes. I'm emotionally attached to this fridge. Oh, well, take a seat. You want to talk emotional? How about mm. this one? Number three in the top five suggested signs for tomorrow's Bungendorf Fire's fridge arrival. I heart compressed tetrafluoroethanol. <laughs> That's the gas they use in modern fridges to keep them cool. Oh, my God. So maybe if you're a fridge mechanic, you could hold that one up. <laughs> you know, the right people will get it. Uh, number two, uh, I would walk the whole equator just to see this refrigerator. Yay! Well done. All right, Kristen, I hope you're ready. Okay. Are this, you sitting down? This better be a good one. Well, I've, I've number actually, one. I've written a whole limerick. Right. For the number one mm. in the top five suggested sign ideas for the fridge arrival. Here, Here we go. <clears throat> there once was a fridge from the bung. Out the front of young Claire's house, it hung. Full of drinks for the fireys, no need for inquiries. Just grab a cold can and you're done. Oh, my God, that was actually really good. I mean, how are you going to fit that on just like one bit just of right cardboard, small. though? Right small <laughs> and run right up to the front of the trucks and sh- put it up against the windshield. <laughs> Carefully. Oh, well done, Nige. Yep, yeah, no dramas. Kristen and Nige, fueled by McCafe. Barista-made coffee 24-7. Mix 106.3. Kristen, sign ideas coming up very shortly for the Fridge Convoy. Awesome. If you're struggling for an idea to, to what to put on your sign, I'll help you out mm-hmm. with the top five. But but at this juncture, yep. 
we do need to turn our attention to a young lady who up until this morning I didn't even realise existed. No, me either. Uh, I've certainly heard of Steven Spielberg, legendary mm-hmm. movie director. I mean, he brought us things like E.T., yep. for heaven's sake. Uh, uh, never have I cried so hard <laughs> as a small child at the drive-in at Watson. Oh. What kind of maniac makes a movie like that for children? <laughs> Steven Spielberg is the answer. Um but his daughter is in the news today, Kristen, yes. because she has stepped into the film Look, industry herself. She has. Which is which great news. I guess when you ring your parents and you say, hey, guys, I want to follow in your footsteps. Yeah. You know, maybe that's really welcome news. You'd think so. Uh, she has decided that she would like to go more into adult films, yeah. however. Well, to be fair, her dad did specialise in sci-fi. Mm-hmm. She's specialising in her own kind of this films. This is her niche. This is her niche. Um, praising. <laughs> oh my God. I think that's part of the problem, Kristen. It's so, for everyone. So to this see. is being reported by the Sun, and uh, basically she has already started uh, self-producing yeah. some of her own videos. Oh, that's the best way to do it. Uh, she would also really like to land uh, a job as a, as a dancer as yeah. well. You just get a couple of GoPros and, and a remote control. You could you'd be you'd have a three camera shoot in your own living room. And with look, that. it's each, amazing. Each to their own. You know what I mean? If you, this is what you are really passionate about, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, go for it. You could even be in four K if you want to lash out a few quid. What I find interesting is how do you sell that into your parents? Yeah, that's you know the what tough I mean. One, isn't this it? is the tough one. That that conversation. How do we how do we hang an air freshener on this? Like you, you'd imagine she's probably got that cool auntie. Or Uncle, mm. you know, like the, the auntie, for me it was Auntie Margaret. Oh, yeah, Auntie uh, Wendy. Y- you'd go to her and go, oh, hang on, this is what this... And yep. she'd be like, oh, your mum's not going to like that, but I think it's great. Great. But but your actual parents, that is a mm. tough sell, isn't it? So Michaela uh, apparently uh, got on FaceTime with Dad Yeah, and no, Mum. we covered that off. Oh, oh right, no. okay, this is different, okay. <laughs> right. Uh, and told them about, um, you know, her new career, yeah. her new venture. Uh, she's an entrepreneur. Okay. And uh, apparently they were, quote, intrigued, but not upset. Is intrigued ooh, a polite ooh. way of saying horrified? Mm, because I think so. in, in my in my head, she went, Mum, Dad, um, I've decided to become an adult film star. Mm. And the response from the Spielberg family was. <laughs> Tell me more. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, wouldn't so. you just stare slack jawed? Did your parents not approve of your profession oh. on 62421063? Whatever, whatever it, whatever yeah. it so was. It doesn't have to be that you're an adult film star. No. Uh, maybe both of your parents are a, a, a long-term career unemployed people mm. and you decided to become a, a lawyer and they're, and they're very disappointed <laughs> in you. Or potentially, potentially you had a family business. You know, and it's a bakery, oh, and you yeah. had to be that person that said, "Mum and Dad, I'm really sorry, but I this isn't the career path for I'm, me." I'm going to become a, a full time social media influencer yeah. instead. <laughs> uh, did your parents not approve of your profession? Six two four two one zero six three. Thank you for joining us. Did your parents not approve of your profession on six two four two one zero six three? After Steven Spielberg's daughter has. Mm. Given him a call and said, Dad, I'm going into the film industry as well. Yeah. I mean, you're a director. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of directing my own films, uh, adult films. Yeah. However, what do you think? And and you know what? Apparently, the Spielberg family took it quite well. Well, intrigued, intrigued. Apparently, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know that my parents actually weren't happy with my sister's choice of profession? 
but she's, she's a really, teacher. Yeah. And, and so are they. Yeah. Also, they, them, yeah. They were like, don't do it, honey. Well, don't. they sort of sat it down and said, it's just, it's just not the same profession now as it was when we started. Yeah, true. You know, for them it was, yeah, you know, there's a lot of paperwork and there's more pressure. And, and if one of know, the kids gets unruly and screams at you, or pretty much all you can say is, thanks, Timmy, have a great day. <laughs> Come and see me when you feel yeah, better. So. Yeah, okay. Louise in Chapman. Now... You not only uh, upset your parents, but yourself, I believe, because of your profession. Yes, well, it's, I wouldn't say my profession. Let me just say that. <laughs> okay. Okay, no, I'm intrigued. It, it, you almost did. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I went for a job interview. I was about 18. It was in Fishwick. Yep. And I presumed it was a, a it was very similar name to a cleaning company. Yeah. And um, it was a brothel. And it, it took me a while to realise. In the waiting room, I thought, oh, hang on a minute. And then when he went through the red room and the blue room, I thought, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> for a receptionist too, let, let me get that out as well. Um, and I got the job, but I, I didn't take it. But I went home and told my parents. And my mother was nearly in tears. She's very oh, Catholic. And, yeah. Oh. yeah. Oh, look, I, I was going to say in I laughter? Got <laughs> you got the job. Because that's a, an interesting job being at the receptionist. Yeah. I mean, that, that's a pretty big change too. I mean, you go for a gig you, you think is a cleaning gig and it turns out to be yeah. what it was. <laughs> it's a little bit like going for a job as an architect and then it turns out that what they're really hiring is special forces soldiers. <laughs> it's like, well, I mean, that's a story. Slightly different career path, isn't yeah. it? But how dopey of me. <laughs> I, mean, I, just, I mean, I was only 18 at the time, but oh, God, I'll never forget that. <laughs> Oh, look, I, I'm not going to ask you what the company was called, no. Louise, uh, just for the sake of the listeners and yourself and, and our legal team. Um, but uh, nicely played. Dodged a bullet there, I would imagine. Yes. <laughs> Good job. Oh, God. Wow, imagine that. I, I actually can't even. Mum and Dad. You'll never guess what. I got the job. <laughs> but... Kristen and Nige, filled by McCafe. Barista made coffee 24-7. Mix 106.3.